This is a CBC podcast. Claire Bonnyman and welcome to The Loop. This week it is all about the commuters because Edmontonians have another way to get around with the Southeast Valley Line LRT. The first train left the station just after 5 a.m. on Saturday, November 4th after years of delays. But for that day, riding the train may have been the most Edmonton thing you could do. So in honor of the LRT and what feels like a very Edmonton moment, we are talking about the Southeast Valley Line this week jumping on the hype train, as one does. And we would like to know what you think the most Edmonton thing you can do is. You could win a Keep Cup and a Loop Podcast tote bag, two very convenient items to take on the train. Just email the loop at cbc.ca and tell us. And no, I will not judge you if your answer is any variation on riding the LRT or waking up early to take public transit. Because when the train left the station last weekend, we really leaned into it. I could not have imagined this going better. Um, There is not just this full train, another full train up there, and we've still got 10 minutes till departure. So there are so many people that showed up here of their own volition, and I think that's the point. Every Edmontonian is excited about this, and rightly so. What is the point of opening a train if you don't party at 5 a.m. to get on the first one? Specifically last night I was thinking it would be great to fall asleep. Didn't happen, but uh, here we are. I mean, I thought there was two distinct possibilities. One is we have two full trains, everyone's excited, and it's completely packed. Or two, there's four people that show up and we sadly eat cake all along. I'm happy that the first one is what ended up happening. What's not to be excited about? First, it's trains. Uh, Some people in Edmonton have been waiting for this for decades or, you know, 50 years since 1970 when we were a world leader in LRT and just wondering where are we going to go next. But I think specifically for me, this signals that Edmonton is stepping up into its big boy pants as a city. We've got 2 million people coming to live here by 2050. We need better public transport to get around. And it is endlessly embarrassing to me as a citizen of Edmonton that you cannot get to the formerly world's largest mall on a train. And this line, part two, will fix that, uh, which is very, very exciting. Oh, I've been following this for a long time. I actually thought I'd never live long enough to see the opening of this train. So it's, it's amazing. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just here to enjoy the moment. It's amazing. It's a new, new transportation method for the city of Edmonton. It represents the city uh, rejuvenating and recovering from, uh, from the slump that we had during COVID. And it also uh, presents uh, one of the most important ways the city can help achieve the city plan that the city has set out. So uh, Edmonton is growing bigger, growing more. There's more people coming, and uh, with this, it's uh, with this LRT, we're becoming more uh, sustainable and uh, a much more enjoyable way to get around the city. Right now, I see everything through rose-tinted glasses, so it's a bit biased, but it it does seem like it's a very smooth ride, and uh, you barely even notice when the train starts or stops. And um, I think this is the feeling for all the people around me. Everyone's just excited to finally see this open after delay, after delay, after delay. But we lived long enough to see it. 
Here to break down the Southeast Valley line and reflect on its first week are CBC reporters Nishat Chowdhury and Emily Pasiak. Hello, hello. Hello. So my first question is an obvious one. Have either of you actually been on the train this week? Like, is it part of your commute already? For me, it's it's sadly not on my route. It is actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. truly really out of the way. But I so no, I've not been on the train this week. Nisha. Yeah, same here. It's not on my route, yeah. unfortunately. So but. you're both posers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so so true. So real. Yeah. No, but, but this is the thing. I think this is uh, it's a very distinct line going south for so many folks. I think north or west. It's like oh, it's nice, but it's not ours yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. You did ride it though, Nishad. I know you had a very unique experience on the LRT. Yeah. So last week, um, a couple days before the line opened to passengers and people uh, in the public, uh, the city of Edmonton hosted uh, like a media ride along. So I was there to ride it, um, and I was there with a lot with other people in the media, and you know. The train was brand spanking new, absolutely shining. The new train smell. Um, yeah, so we got on the, uh, we hopped on in the Millwood stop. Okay. And we traveled the full route, went to the 102nd Street downtown stop, and then came all the way back. Um, for the most part, it was a very smooth ride, but it got a little bumpy after we passed the bridge on Avonmore, but it was just for like okay. a little bit. Um, yeah, it took about, uh, I would say around 40 minutes. We did take some extended stops at some stops, like the Grey Nun stop and the Bonnie Bonnie Dune stop. And, you know, the train operator was, like, honking the horn, trying to get everyone excited. <laughs> the hype is real. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was great. The energy on the train was great. There was this one gentleman there. I'm not sure from which uh, outlet he was from, but he was he had a cell phone, like a smartphone, and he was going around and vlogging his entire experience, <laughs> making sure he got every sound of, like, the train doors opening, and, like, he just seemed really excited. So, yeah, it was, yeah. It was cool to experience. People were very excited. Well, that excitement is so real. You, though, you didn't grow up here in Edmonton. You're newer to the city. Yeah. Had you been to any of those neighborhoods before? Was this like your first time heading now? It was for most of the neighborhoods. It was my first time. Um, yeah, fun fact, I haven't even been on an LRT period since what? I moved to Edmonton. Yeah. Oh. So it was my first time. And you got a new one. Yeah, I got a new one. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was quite cool. Yeah. The excitement. Emily, you, you were there... Uh, hour one hour one second one (laughs) i was i was there yes yeah it's saturday what did you do so i got up at four in the morning um of my own volition uh to to come downtown and ride it from the 102nd stop uh down to mill woods and um i don't regret it i i woke up and i was like this is (laughs) it is so early but then i got to the platform and there was so much going on and it was just amazing Yeah. yeah How early is so early again? The first train was at like five fifteen. That's early. It's it is so deeply early. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leading up to that moment, I mean, there's been so much talk. Nisha, you were doing a ton of reporting about this, right? So, what has been the vibe as we've waited these last three years? The moment has finally come. Lay it out for me. What, what were you hearing from people? Yeah. So, from the conversations that I've been having with like 
people, uh, you know, residents and <clears throat> transit enthusiasts and even a city councilor, you know, people have been waiting for this for like a really long time and they're just really excited about it. But it's been a long and bumpy ride to get here. So the th- opening is three years behind schedule. It was supposed to be operational in December of 2020, but ah. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that is, it is just genuinely wild to think of. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's reasons for like longer than expected, like testing processes and the pandemic. They found cracks in the concrete piers that were supporting the um, some elevated sections of the tracks, things like that. Faulty cables are some of the reasons that, you know, the opening kept on getting extended. But, you know, we're finally here. You know, this project cost one point eight billion dollars, you know, um, and people are really excited just that it's open, you know, and it's connecting the the neighborhood of Millwoods to downtown. And some residents were saying, I spoke to an elderly couple who were saying that, you know, they'd love to come downtown. They want to go to the library. They want to go to the art gallery. They want to go to the museum, but they have mobility issues, you know, and then on top of that, parking downtown is not the easiest thing for the seniors or the elderly. So this train, they live near the Gray Nun Stop, five minutes away they can just hop on the LRT and they're excited super excited terrific I mean as we've been waiting <laughs> very long time so it's just very neat we've watched the progress we've watched the testing yeah we're just really excited that it's actually going to open and when we moved here in 1974 uh, there was talk about uh, some high well whether low speed or high speed transit to connecting Millwoods to downtown and and uh, that wasn't the reason we bought the house back then. But it was one of the reasons that we probably got enticed to purchase a home in Millwoods. But it took a long time. But we're really excited that it's actually here. You know, we're trying to cut back on, you know, on car fumes and whatever. So uh, definitely convenience, uh, accessibility for us because we're really close just to go downtown for the festivals to... Uh, the library, the art gallery, things like that, the, the restaurants. Our family doctor was in Millwoods, and now he was right close to one of the stations off 95th Street. Not lives, but oh, works. Sorry, works, not lives, yeah. works. So grab a LRT, go downtown, and we do have to and visit occasionally. And yeah. looking forward to that kind of convenience. Actually, you've got an appointment on Thursday. Oh. So well, we take the LRT. That's right, next Thursday. There we're you are. <laughs> we'll take the LRT next Thursday. <laughs> residents who bought houses here three years ago two years ago oh you know gosh, yeah. thinking mm-hmm. you know the train line's going to open soon it's going to be so convenient to get downtown and finally we're here so <laughs> and maybe some of them moved no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah emily did you see that excitement translate on the platform on saturday oh, morning absolutely i was i was truly shocked i was so i was very sleepy but i got there and there were already people milling about and chatting and just like people were so pumped there like there was cake there was coffee uh one of the organizers of the, like the person who brought the cake had brought like a uh, ribbon and like big prop like scissors <laughs> and so there was so much ribbon and everyone could like cut their own ribbon to like <laughs> get on the train everyone got to cut a ribbon if you wanted to, that's so it was nice. there. It was it was so amazing. <laughs> it was so great to be there, and people were super super excited yeah. for that early in the morning. I was like, "Whoa, this is 
this is amazing. It's an it's impressive great. amount of energy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and downtown, we are in a unique spot. We can look outside our window right now yeah. and see the tracks and the trains going past. Sometimes mm-hmm. the horns interrupt our mm-hmm. morning meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily, working at CBC, passing these tracks for the last, you know, three years mm-hmm. since it was supposed to open. Mm-hmm. What what has that been like for you? I mean, as you said, yeah, we're out. We're, I'm out there every day, and it's just like you know, you. I watch the train for months go by with you know the sandbags inside. <laughs> oh my know, gosh, I the, forgot about the sandbags. <laughs> yes, the sandbags, and just like the signs being like testing mode, and it just was like, when is this gonna ever happen? So it is. It is great to see that it is open. And I've been outside lately this week. And, you know, there's people on the platform all the time at the stop right outside the station. The I the trains are, you know, pretty full. Mm-hmm. So it's great. I think it, it's cool because there's this balance. In a classic Edmonton fashion, some people are like, wow, three years late, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is a valid response. Right. But then there's also... We're three years late, but it's finally open. Yes. Like, oh, my gosh. What do you guys think this train means based on the work that you've done standing on a platform at 5 a.m.? <laughs> what do you think it really means to folks in the city that this is finally happening? Um, I think that it is really meaningful for people in the city. And I think that because, you know, the train was super busy that first that first ride and it has stayed busy all week. And so I think that. This is a really great opportunity for Edmonton to have this connectivity to downtown. I think it's a great opportunity to bring revitalization and just more people to downtown. I think it means a lot to to many people. So it's great to see that it's finally open. I agree from the conversations that I was having, bringing back vibrancy to the downtown. You know, people, because there's an easy way to get to, to come here, but then also go back home. More people will come out and, you know, they want to enjoy some of the re- recreational things that downtown has to offer and stick around, you know, and not just want to rush home after the work day. So, yeah, people are really excited. And the Millwoods neighborhood is a lot of like working class people who commute here on a daily basis just for work, but also getting that opportunity to stick around and like have some fun as well. And then take a train and get home in <laughs> yeah. 40 minutes. So, you can have a yeah. couple beers, jump on the train. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah, actually, though, uh, just um, just think that, you know, it's there's only two lines so far in Edmonton. And just always exciting to see, like, the new trains, like, coming up, you know. Uh, I'm just a big geek. I'm just geek on, like, you know, public transit or stuff. So, yeah, it's always, like, the very fresh thing for me to, like, see new lines and new, uh, I don't know, like, everything new to, to do with, like, the public transit in the city. So I thought I'm the only one who's, like, geeking on those kind of stuff. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, a lot of people right here. It's, like, more than I thought. There's not even seats right here right now. So it's like, yeah. Well, I was like totally unexpected, but it was very good to see that a lot of people are participating in this and uh, like really caring out like about the things in their own city, right? Um, yeah. So me and my friends, um, we got like some like red ribbon. Uh, we wanted to come out here to like celebrate the opening of the Valley Line. We've been watching it being built for I don't know, like over five years or something like that. Um, and we watched it like get delayed and stuff like that. So when it finally came out that it was like opening, we were like. We're absolutely going to be at, like, the very first, like, departure, right? And I was like, 
let's make it like a whole like celebration, right? Like this is a big move for Edmonton. So we were just excited to be here, yeah. Honestly, like I kind of feel like, um, like kind of like a sense of like uh, pride, like for my community. Uh, Cause I guess I felt like, oh, no one cares about like public transit, like in Edmonton, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so to see so many people, like a full train, like that's really inspiring to me for sure. Yeah. Um, it's very smooth. Um, it's very nice. Yes, it's very, very clean. I'm excited about like how new it is for sure. It's going to make getting around a lot, a lot easier. Um, getting on, just like south in Edmonton anywhere is like kind of difficult uh, so this is going to be like a lot better for sure for sure the new southeast valley line is just the latest addition to Edmonton's public transit system and works already underway of course for its westward sister line but it adds 11 stations to the network including new hubs like Davie station Holyrood station and the Matart conservatory and it's taking some people to places they never thought they'd go. Our colleague Liam Harrop traveled along the new route twice, but only once on the actual train. Hi, Liam. How's it going? It's good. Thank you for having me here. What did you get up to on Saturday? So I, uh, one of the things I do for fun, I'm a runner. And so I'm one of the clubs that I'm with is the Wild Rose Runners. And it was actually a friend through there who set up this little run mission where we would take the train, the new LRT line, out to Mill Woods and then run the route back. Why? why? There were so many celebrations going on this weekend to celebrate the train, including cake. But you chose to run. You chose to run it. Why? Well, there's there's not that many exciting things going on in November. <laughs> <laughs> particularly when it comes to running. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the main running things are over and you're kind of waiting for winter. Okay. And this just seemed sort of a fun way to celebrate the LRT line and honestly to sort of see the types of areas it goes through. Like I live in the West End. I don't live near Millwoods. Okay. So this was a good excuse to go to Millwoods. Have you been to Millwoods much at all? Oh, very little. I've gone to a senior center. <laughs> Fun. Excellent. <laughs> is that the one by the library? It is the one by the library. I have been there uh, also. It was for their cinnamon buns. Oh, those are good cinnamon were very buns. very good. They yes. Was worth, it was worth the travel. <laughs> so what did you notice as you ventured into these new spaces? Well, so the, I will say this new LRT line was not built with runners in mind. Okay. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, I know, shocking. <laughs> Dear Mayor. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, one thing I always like when I go to new areas is to take note of what restaurants there are. Okay. So there's all these new types of restaurants that I made mental notes. I was like, I have to go back for that Filipino restaurant that we ran by. Because... Um, I mean, the LRT route and the run route that goes beside it, it goes along a lot of large roads. So I think 66th Street that turns into 75th Street in Mill, in Mill Woods. Um, there's a lot of cool businesses along there that I never really knew of before or that we've talked about on our show. Like there was the board game cafe that we had just had, Tabletop. Yes, and yeah, I was like, right oh at my Davies. God, I'm running right past it. We just had them on the show. Uh, so that was, that was neat. I mean, honestly... It, 
it's an excuse to explore a new area, but also with friends mm-hmm. that I liked. Yeah. yeah. And it, it sounds like it would be a scenic run, too. I mean, going along like the Tawatna and stuff and that mm-hmm. final ascent downtown. It, it is. So I think it starts off in Millwoods. It's not the most scenic. It's a lot of highway. And I will say they do make the, the sidewalk that goes along 66th and 75th. It crosses the street a lot, oh. which is kind of annoying because you have to wait for lights. I mean, it's extra steps. Isn't that the point? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Uh, but then when you get closer to downtown, like you, there's, uh, you can go near like um, Mill Creek, which is beautiful for running. You're right, like over the bridge, mm-hmm. over the North Saskatchewan um, is wonderful. And then you go to uh, Matart. Yes. Um, that's beautiful area for running. It started out just exciting because you're in like a new area and like, oh, I never come down here. Oh, my <laughs> Making goodness. note of the restaurants you're going yeah, to go exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. I'll come yeah. here, eat here. I want to come eating here. I want to come <laughs> eating there. And then, I mean, we did have one little difficulty where I, it was around Davies Station where it's raised. Right. Which is super cool. And we started following it. And then it suddenly ended and there was like a fence and we had to like <laughs> hop the fence and probably go into an area we weren't supposed to. But uh, we didn't want to backtrack. <laughs> Thank you for admitting that yes. on a podcast. <laughs> I think the big talk of this line, too, is that it's accessible, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that it will encourage people to use bikes to get to the LRT or they'll walk there and they'll make their way downtown instead of driving based on you being at these stations on two legs. Do you think that this will encourage people to leave the car at home? I think so. I mean, it's certainly even I can think of... Um, say for myself who lives nowhere near the LRT line, it can leave an option to say if you want to ride your bike out there and then decide, like, you know what, I don't want to ride all the way back home. I'll use use partly the train. So I think it does encourage it. Um, And even, I will say, coming to work every day, I ride here on my bike. There's a lot more people downtown outside our office than there was the week prior to this, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Like, you know, because 102... It's quite dead usually. There's not much happening. And now there's people, which is great. Like, you know, it, it's I've noticed just within a week, like it's it has added some life to downtown. Would you do this run again? <laughs> so for the pause. That pause looked like a no. Well, I, I would do it again. Like I said, there's not much happening in November in the running world. Yeah. Um, and it is a neat way to do. I do for me for running. Mm-hmm. I don't like there and backs. And so this is a point A to point B. So you could like train all the way down and just like toodle your And then just your run back. back. Oh. So I do really like that. You know what? I would do it again. I don't know. It's just sort of a neat thing to do. And it's kind of different than just going for the usual like run along the river valley, which is beautiful. But, you know, it's, you can do something new every once in a while. You live in the opposite direction, as you mentioned, of this new line. Does this make you more or less excited for the LRT coming through your part of the woods? Oh, my God, yes. Like, I live a block away from one of the new stations, and we've been in construction for a while (laughs) with no end in sight. But I think before this, I never really thought of this as sort of an opportunity, how it could even help things like running, which when they're proposed, that's not really what you think of. Like, oh, this would be great for running and biking. (laughs) (laughs) You think of it more as transit to get downtown. But yeah, I mean, it's certainly something that I do think it will be exciting for our neighborhood once it opens. And, you know, then again, I can ride it and then also see like, oh, look at that restaurant. I can go here. I can go there. 
I love how it all comes back to food and to running. Mm-hmm. Two things that, in my mind, do not go together. <laughs> but I respect that in yours, they might. <laughs> they really do. Two opposites. <laughs> well, you need food to run. Oh, yeah. But it is a balance because too much food goes poorly for the run. The Loop is a podcast from CBC Edmonton, and our team is Leslie Goldstone and Corey Haverstock. Our theme music is Change Your Mind by Edmonton musician John Common, and I'm Claire Bodyman. You can win yourself a commuter, LRT-friendly keep cup and tote bag. Just email the loop at cbc.ca and tell us the most Edmonton thing you can do or have done. And in the meantime, thank you for listening. The Loop is recorded on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis communities. And you can find us on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.